We are two women who don't know much, but of three things, we are absolutely positive. Number one, we are in our mid-twenties. Number two, we both enjoy reading fanfiction. Number three, we are unconditionally and irrevocably in love with the Twilight Saga! We'll talk all things Twilight. We will read and review Twilight fanfic, and then we'll talk about whatever the fuck we want to. Yay! I'm Katie Platt, and I'm Jenny Walton, and, and we are two stupid lambs. Hi, Jenny. Hi, Katie. So, what's up? What are we doing in here? It's August, mm-hmm. and Midnight Sun was released a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Wait, what year of our Lord are we currently we, in? We are currently in the year of our Lord 2020. Okay. Yes, it is during the pandemic for our future listeners. <laughs> Midnight Sun was re-released. The full the full, full version, version was released. After what, like? Like 12, 12 years. years. Yeah. And I got very back into the Twilight Zone. Mm-hmm. We decided to uh, create this little podcast. Just to kind of get into it, back in April, I made a film, a short mm-hmm. film, and by short film, I do mean TikTok, <laughs> and it was it was a joke about Twilight fan fiction. I have been reading Twilight fan fiction since I was 13, mm-hmm. but have never felt comfortable talking about it with another person on this earth. I, so I have been reading fanfic since high school, but mainly of the like Harry Potter persuasion. And after I finished rereading the series a couple weeks, over the last couple weeks, I was like, you know what? I'm not quite ready to leave Forks. Yeah. So I, I texted Katie asking, what fanfic should I read? And, and you know what? She came to the right place yeah. ultimately because I am a walking library of any fanfic that was published between the years 2006 to 2012. So I, I was ready with recommendations. Mm-hmm. She read my first one. Mm-hmm. And after reading it, she was like, we should. We should make a pod. We should make a pod. And discuss this because our, our thoughts and opinions mm-hmm. highly valued. Let me tell you, dear listener, that nothing has ever put a fire in my bones than hearing, hey, let's start a Twilight Twilight fanfic fanfic podcast. It is the single most exciting thing that's happened to me since getting a dog. It is the second most exciting thing happened to me this year. By the way, I tried to convince my family to name our family dog uh, Rosalie when we got her. Speaking of, that's actually a perfect segue yeah. because I think that we should establish some some ground rules, some, some gra- background, yeah, some background. You know, Jenny, when did you first read Twilight? I first opened Twilight by Stephanie Meyer on February sixteenth, two thousand eight. Oh, perfect! So before the movie, before the movie, it was my thirteenth birthday, and my grandma gave me Twilight and New Moon as presents. She had told me that the lady in the bookstore said all the girls my age were reading it. Cracked it open, and I think I finished Twilight within a couple of days, Mm -hmm. New Moon a couple of days afterwards, got Eclipse, and um, that summer Breaking Dawn came out. Mm -hmm. So it was was a rapid immersion into the the world of Twilight. Yes. What about you? I started back in 2007, because that was when Kristen Stewart had been cast in the movie, Mm -hmm. and I saw that or something, and so I picked it up and read it, instantly became addicted. Here's the thing. I have a very addictive personality. Yes. And when I get addicted to something, girl, 
It's it's just not casual. No, it's simply no. not. It is an all in ferocious all type consuming. of addiction. That meant that I was the Twilight girl. Mm-hmm. I just I'm gonna have to own the part of me that knows that I'm saved in at least twelve people's phones as Katie Plot Colin Pattinson. Mm-hmm. To this day, I look back on it and it is a little embarrassing. Embrace it. I'm choosing to embrace it now. Yeah. And- now that we are in our mid twenties. When I look back on the time when we first discovered Twilight, I think I want that back. I want that, like, burning passion again. And I'm so happy we're doing this because it kind of brings me back to that little middle school me. I think we need to establish a very, uh, like, cornerstone question. Absolutely. I know what's coming. Of the Twilight canon. I know what's coming. Hit me. Edward or Jacob? Which team are you? There is not a soul or reasoning or logic in the world that could turn me... From mm-hmm. being Team Edward. Mm-hmm. And that's on that. I'm through and through Team Edward. And to this day, I'm still Team Edward canonly. Like, I yes. want I want him to be with Bella. But I've realized now as I'm older that, like, I personally need need a Jacob. Mm-hmm. Like, Edward's, And I love that for you. And I celebrate yeah, that for Yeah, yeah. You know, it's... It's not my experience. It's not your experience. It's not your truth. And I respect that. As I've gotten older, I've realized, like, no, I'm... No offense to Team Jacob stands, but like I'm kind of trash. Oh, and man. I love being lazy and not really doing much and yeah. not using my brain. Okay, that's that's where I am in my life. Yeah. Now that we've established which team you're on, mm-hmm. who's your favorite character? You know, this one is pretty hard mm-hmm. from a book standpoint. Mm-hmm. I think Alice is very interesting. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. Edward is the light of my life, Mm -hmm. and I absolutely adore him, but I think character-wise, like, Alice is just always... I do really want a book... An Alice spinoff. An Alice spinoff, or at least a short story. What about you? I'm gonna go with the other Cullen sister. Don't! Uh, My favorite character's Rosalie. Why? Because... That's awful. I, out of everyone in the series, I related most to Rosalie. Dear listener, you should know I'm very vain. Like, I like myself a lot. But I think the most important aspect of Rosalie's character that I aligned with was I am, to this day, vehemently against Bella becoming a vampire. I did not want that for her. Spoiler alert, Bella becomes a vampire. Yes. It's a controversial opinion, but I also liked Sansa Stark starting from season one, episode ten. So I'm known to take the not-so-popular one. Okay, I guess I'll accept that. What would you say is your favorite book in the Twilight Saga? <sighs> to refresh your memory, there are four. Twilight, New Moon, Eclipse, and Breaking Dawn. Of the original Twilight of Saga. Of the original, not including the short second life of Brie Tanner and Midnight Sun. I'm going to go with the original mm-hmm. Twilight. I loved discovering that world mm-hmm. to this day. Whenever I pick it up and I read, I'd never given much thought to how I would die. Yes. I'm like, yep. <laughs> there I am. I'm. It's raining. It's uncovered. I'm surrounded by greenery. Don't get me wrong. There are parts of Twilight that I despise. Is there one in particular that you're thinking of? I pretty much hate when the James thing starts. Interesting. This might be coming from being in entertainment for a while now. I think that could have happened so much sooner. Like, it really rushed the ending. Oh, okay. Because it happens the last maybe fifth of the book and I just kind of wish there was a it came a little earlier everything before Laurent Victoria and James show up I'm here for yeah especially the scenes where Edward and Bella are watching the video in in science class Mm -hmm. and you just feel that electricity I was like 
I've been there. No, I haven't, but... um, Yeah, what about you? Favorite book? Favorite book is probably Eclipse. Eclipse is all about Bella being fought over Mm -hmm. by Edward Cullen and Jacob Black. Yep. You know, teams aside, you know, put down your guns for Mm -hmm. one second. Those are both two really... Great guys. Great guys. Fire and ice. What a chapter. One thing that's very important about Twilight, and one of the reasons why I think it is so incredibly successful is because the way that Bella is written Mm -hmm. is so easy to just like sink into like a pair of slippers like you can easily assume the role of Bella yes you really feel like it's kind of your perspective yeah so I did kind of get to live vicariously through Bella and you know got to be chased by By two two guys incredibly hot yeah complex attractive individuals and also it was we'll get to this in a second but it was to me one of the most horny books because there is yes yes uh, that scene yes when Bella's trying to like get some and yeah like stop that scene fucked me up that because this is the beginning of like Bella's sexual awakening which we really get into in Breaking Dawn Mm -hmm. for obviously before we go any further I do want to point out that to me personally Mm -hmm. look I'm taking a stand here and I'm Mm -hmm. I'm not even sorry for what I'm about to say I don't like to acknowledge Breaking Dawn as part of the series. No, I don't either. I okay. fully agree with you. To me, it is the last season of Game of Thrones. Yes. It's something that I understand how we got here. To to finish the series, I will read it. I, I don't think I'll ever forgive her. She's For doing the Jacob? Doing the Jacob. It, it sucked. That was just, whoever let her do that, or even entertain that thought, needs it, to lose her job. It's, you can't. You can't do that. You can't do that, and, like, you can't do Jacob. If you were going to do someone, do you Edward. You had to have done Edward. Oh, maybe we should have, like, a more in-depth conversation yeah. about this, because this is, like, I am on the same page as you. Good. Something a little bit more fun. What would your enhanced vampire power be? I think I'm really good at listening to people. Mm-hmm. And while I don't think I'd be able to read thoughts like Edward can or change emotions like Jasper... I think I would be able to feel what a person is feeling. I think that's the closest I can come to. Either that or, I don't know, just the funniest vampire alive. Yeah. But I, there's there's not much special about me. I disagree. Okay. I feel like there's, not to be cheesy, but there truly is something in everyone. Mm-hmm. And But I think the first thing that you said about yourself would mm-hmm. probably be the most accurate. It's mm-hmm. like picking up on the tone mm-hmm. or the feeling of things. Yeah. I I kind of struggle in the same way. I'm like, I don't know what mine would be. Just kind of like looking back at myself and kind of being self-aware. I am a very fast learner. Mm-hmm. And I only need to like hear or read or see something once mm-hmm. before I like know how to do it. Yeah. So I feel like speed, mm-hmm. but like not like physical, like running speed, but like quickly calculating things. Yeah. Like my I see that with you. Yeah. Either that or honestly, I can see myself having some like super lame vampire superpower. Like she can predict traffic reports. <laughs> That would probably be my luck, is being the most useless vampire of all time. (laughs) And I also, when you were talking, I was thinking about, I think it was Siobhan, or Carlisle's friend that can will, he thinks can will things to happen. Mm. I think you're a very determined person. Ooh, I like that. And you've definitely, like, dear listeners, Katie has made shit happen for herself. (laughs) That's crazy. And so I do think that you could make, things happen. I like that. I think you could. That's a cool, that's a cool power and I'd gladly take it. 
I mean, again, I think this is going to be a big conversation. Okay, I'll try to keep it short. Opinions on the adaptations. I'm going to do broad and then kind of get a little bit specific, but I'll do it fast. Okay. I would not be where I am today without the Twilight Saga movie series. Okay. It has completely... And you know what? One time I went into an interview in Los Angeles, California, (laughs) in the entertainment industry, and they asked what film sparked my interest in filmmaking and yeah you said twilight i said twilight and you know what he appreciated my honesty i did not get the job the movie changed my life in more ways than one mainly because i was i was actually like legitimately obsessed with robert pattinson and kristen stewart as much as i want to like meet him in person i think that i would truly like die on the spot so i was enamored by by them and i had an intense fascination with every part of filming i was very much into it but as far as the movies go i'll be honest i hated kristen stewart Mm -hmm. when i interviewed at (laughs) i had to go through my twitter feed and clean up all of my hate tweets (laughs) to kristen stewart (laughs) e-news has a tweet of mine published no with a tweet kind of bashing kristen stewart i didn't know that It's embarrassing. Here's the thing, You though. have to send it to me. Here's the thing, though. I love her now. I'm obsessed I'm obsessed. When we went to see Charlie's Angels. Such a good such movie. Such a good movie. I don't know. Like, I guess all the, like, reviewers that saw it had a giant stick up their ass. It was so screaming. good. I loved Kristen Stewart. I'm a little bit attracted to you in that movie. You're funny. Yeah. Your acting is incredible. Yeah. Like, it just, it seemed like she let loose in that film. It seemed like she let loose, and also it was just, like, a fun movie. Yeah. Whatever happened to fun movies? They so, died. So, so I hated Kristen at the time. I always thought her acting was so... Yes. Uh, corny and just, like, hard. And now I take it for what it is, and I'm like, it's a cultural icon. Okay. And it's... that Everything about that movie is camp, it's cult, it's everything. Mm-hmm. And I would not change a single damn thing. I agree with you now. Okay. About it being camp, cult. I remember the day that movie came out. I woke up, my little alarm radio went off, and it happened that they were talking about the release of the movie. And I dressed up in a black sparkly shirt, put on black lipstick, went with my friends. I still have my ticket. Mm-hmm. And the, the Twilight films are what effectively killed my obsession. Oh. They, yeah. I kind of had the opposite. This might be a pod ender. No, I'm Edward and Bella are a dramatic couple yes. on the page. But it, there was always that sort of sweetness. Whereas the movie, it was just intense. It was, yeah. I agree with you on that one. I do now like the movie. I don't think of them in the same realm. Because the, the books and, and the movies are just so not the same thing. Wow. I know. It's okay, though, because we still have we still have Twilight, which I, I yeah. also want to say, like, I still have an incredible obsession with the source material. Itself. Oh, yeah. Like, that's, it's not, the movie does not weigh it by any means. We're, we're here for the books. We're, we're here, here for the books. We're here for the books and beyond the books. Yes. It, for us, we just couldn't stop. And so that's why we got into fanfic. So, Katie. Katie. Yes. You, tell me your experience with fanfic. How did you get into it? How did you get into the Twilight fanfic? You know the feeling. Yeah. You just read Twilight, New Moon, and Eclipse. Mm -hmm. There's no movie out at Mm -hmm. this point. There's no Breaking Dawn. 
but you're hungry mm-hmm. for more. You're like, I can't just stop reading. Mm-hmm. So as soon as I finished Eclipse, I literally, I just remember being so frenzied. I was like, I legitimately, I was such a teenager. I was like, I can't live another day without consuming something Twilight related. Mm-hmm. I started going online okay. and I started with YouTube videos and fan made videos mm-hmm. and uh, forums and chat pages all dedicated to Twilight. And then I came across fanfiction.net. Mm-hmm. And this is all when I was like, 13 I think I was like in seventh seventh or eighth grade and I started reading fan fiction and really liked it and it kind of took over my life and it's just it's an incredible community Mm -hmm. really talented authors really supportive people everyone that like loves what you love and it's it's honestly just such a wonderful place for creativity. I only focused on Twilight. Mm -hmm. I tumbled into fan fiction not through Twilight. I do love Twilight but Harry Potter will be my first love. I kind of started getting into it in high school. I um, stayed very canon. And then, as I said at the beginning of the pod, I finished Twilight. Yes. And I wasn't, I wasn't ready to let go. That's when I asked you for your Rex, and you sent me a plethora. I did. And this is big for me, because like I said, I would print out fan fiction. I, would, I remember coming home from school every day, and like Tuesdays, like... Because some people would publish, like, once a week. Mm-hmm. Others would do once a month. Like, others you would just read in one sitting. And I just accumulated a wealth of fan fiction. And there's been, like, stages in my life where I've, like, kind of strayed from it. But I always go back to fan fiction. Yeah, I, I do just, too. I, I love it so it's, much. It's, like, comfort food. And yeah. It, and you get to go back to the world that you love, but deeper. Yes. And you take, like, some fanfics I read and I'm like, I don't believe a word yeah and then other fanfics I read and I'm like I like this better than the original material yes you know mm-hmm. I think what I like and this is very specific to me for mm-hmm. all the, the fix that I'm gonna send you mine all have to be canon yes I don't fuck with people who want to take a story and just throw yes. it in a blender yes and r- listener if you're not familiar with the term canon in fanfiction that generally refers to a story following the same general concept character character so it, it's bella ends up with edward yes that's canon yes bella ends up with jacob not canon not canon but also it, it's even deeper than that because even just by simply saying the name alice mm-hmm. i already know that she's probably going to be edward's sister mm-hmm. she's probably going to end up being one of bella's friends mm-hmm. and you know if a guy named james is introduced early on you know that he's probably, probably going to be trouble yeah so i think that's what i like about it too is like with with a lot of books, you have to set up a ton of backstory, and with fan fiction, you don't necessarily have to do that, and you can kind of dive right into the fun stuff automatically. Yeah. I sent Jenny a lot of books, but the first one that I wanted her to read was one of my favorites, mm-hmm. famously unfinished, but it's called Hiding in Plain Sight, written by an author on fanfiction.net known as Lamona, and this is the summary of the fic. It's all human, by the way, not vampire in its canon. Bella is a witness in peril. Emmett Cullen is the deputy assigned to protect her. When the witness protection program isn't safe, Emmett hides Bella where he can keep an eye on her. He hides her in his brother's house. Do you kind of want to go maybe, like, obviously I think there's going to be a spoiler alert with this warning. So if you, if, listener, if this interests you, close out of this podcast right now. Pause the pod. Pause the pod and go read this. It's on fanfiction.net still up you can find it but 
And then come back. Then come back because Jenny's going to give us um, a, kind of a, a short summary. A short summary. So there's this 24-year-old named Marie Swan. She plans to testify against the modern-day mafia called the Volturi and has to go into the witness protection program because the Volturi are trying to kill her like everywhere she goes. Her witness protection officer is Emmett Cullen, and after countless murder attempts on Marie's life, he confides to his billionaire brother, Edward, that he doesn't know what to do with her next. Edward kind of offhandedly tosses out an idea that maybe she live with him for a year and pretend to be his fiance. His mansion is already up to date with the highest security, and he would really like a break from being Seattle's most eligible bachelor. Emmett is out of ideas at this point and agrees. So, right off the bat, high stakes and in an improbable scenario. And everyone is looking good. You just, you know this is going to be good. So, Marie goes under the pseudonym Bella and starts her life as Edward Cullen's fake fiancé. So, Bella is super overwhelmed by the money she's surrounded by and tries to keep her feet on the ground by befriending the gardener named Jacob Black. While Edward isn't necessarily the warmest host, he's nice and handsome and, hey, they have dinner together every night, so of course she's going to start liking him. However, Edward fucks it all up when he kisses a former flame at a charity gala, leaving an already doubtful Bella heartbroken. Edward goes out of town for work, and this is where it starts to get kind of soap opera-y. Bella is a virgin who is convinced she is going to die at the Volturi's hands, and homegirl does not want to die a virgin. So she asks Jacob to take her V-card, which, like, he... They're caught by Edward's sister Alice mid-hookup, and when Edward returns, he almost kicks Bella out. He's so embarrassed. But once Edward finds out why she was hooking up with Jacob, he then offers to take her virginity because, duh, he is a chivalrous gentleman. So, yeah. Basically, in a week-long build-up, they finally have sex, and even though the plan was just, like, a one-time thing, their chemistry is undeniable. They continue to hook up and soon profess their love for one another, However, nothing good can stay. After a super sketchy package shows up on their doorstep, Bella believes the Volturi has found her, and now not only is her life in danger, but all of Edward's family. She decides to leave him and escape on her own. Time passes, and both Edward and Bella are miserable. Bella is all out of money and has the bad guys on her tail until Edward finds her and takes her to his family's private island. Although their relationship is strained at first, they finally come to terms with the fact that Edward can never again have a normal life with Bella on the run, and he chooses her regardless. That is where this unfinished thick takes, takes us. us. But yeah, so that was my first my first Twilight fanfic experience. Yes. First of all, let me start with saying my thoughts and yes. my sense at first, yeah. and then I want you to come in. We haven't talked about this. We wanted to save it all yeah. for the pod. Yeah. So, the reason why I picked this is because it's so delectable to me. (laughs) It's easy. The stakes are so high, though. Mm -hmm. Like, you're not going to find higher stakes than this. It's mysterious, and I'm really into fix. Let's not psychoanalyze this about what this means to me and about me as a person. Okay. But I love fix where there's, like, a power Power balance. A power balance or dynamic? A weird one where, like... 
Edward is definitely, like, rich in society, and uh-huh. Bella is just, like, a low-level nothing. Just, like, mm-hmm. they would never be together in any other situation. Got it. But it doesn't feel like a lost maiden who, like, No, because throughout the fic, it's like, oh, this is Edward's world. He's so rich. I come from a blue-collar house. Like, yes. But these people are my family now, right. and I can kind of see them. It just adds another more dynamic layer yeah, to the exactly. story. Yeah, exactly. Keep in mind, when I read fanfics, I was like 13 years old, Mm -hmm. so it's really fast on the drama. This isn't going to win any Pulitzers, but it was, it was easy, it was fun, it Mm -hmm. was like breathtaking. I was always on the edge of my seat. It was sexy for me. I thought it had just the amount of like sexual attraction Mm -hmm. needed to like keep the story going without being like hardcore smut. uh, Yeah. I highly enjoyed it. I... I read it in, like, a day. Mm-hmm. I think I probably would have loved it if I had read it when you had first read it. Yeah. But, like, I am a little older now, and so some of it was a little bit, like, come on. Yeah. Like, what? Like, like some of the dialogue. Yes. Where it's it's just, like, uh, Bella, if you're going to be part of our world, you have to learn how to play by our rules. Or, like, when when Esme and, and Alice and Rosalie are talking about, like, you know, how to navigate high society. Yes. It's like, oh, okay, really? There, our, mm-hmm. our next segment is, is Bella annoying, annoying. in yes. this fic? Because Bella is a little annoying in Twilight. It's just canon. Yeah. So to you, is Bella annoying in this fic? Bella is less annoying than yes. she is in Twilight. She does this thing, what would Edward's fiance do? Mm-hmm. And it gives her a sort of like confidence and backbone that Thank you. that Twilight Bella doesn't have. Like yes. there's there's one point where Jessica Stanley, okay. Edward's former conquest. This following interaction takes place when Bella is at a ball with Edward and it's early on in their relationship. They're not even in one yet. And Bella overhears Jessica talking poorly about Edward's sister-in-law, Rosalie. So, Bella decides to step in. And this is how it goes. She spills her wine on Jessica's dress. I will be playing the part of Bella, and Jenny will be playing the role of Jessica. You bitch. Look what you did. So sorry. This is an original Valentino. It doesn't matter. Whether your dress is stained or clean, you haven't got what it takes to hold the attention of either of the Cullen men. (laughs) Like you could. Edward seems to be more than satisfied. I pity you when you discover how short Edward's attention span is. Don't hold your breath. When Edward put this ring on my finger, he told me sex with me was the best he'd ever had. Oh, and I'll be sure to tell Rosalie that you send your regards. What? Oh, <laughs> so good. Like, yes. So, she, it literally is like the most cheesiest line, but I can tell, like, Give that line to a good actress, and she could like eat that up. Like, yeah, I would. I would clap for that. Bella, I mean, Bella still has this sort of like self martyrdom that drives me kind of crazy in the yes. original series. But overall, I would say Bella is not annoying. Yeah, in this one, it definitely helps too that she has more more at stake. Mm-hmm. She's doing this huge act of testifying against the modern day mop. Yes, and. There's a reason for her to kind of be annoying and cautious. And yeah. It's not It's not so much as, like, she's doing a dangerous thing because she's in love with Edward. It's for the good of, like, society. It's yes. not just going to save, you know, exactly. her family or her friends, which is 
a lot of Twilight is Bella being like, but I don't want these vampires to get hurt because yes. of me. Mm-hmm. Whereas this one is like, she doesn't even know Edward when she decides to testify. It's like, this is for the greater good. Absolutely. Now yeah. that we've talked about Bella, let's get to the meatier subject and the reason why we read fan fiction. How was Edward for you? And what's your sparkle meter? My him? my sparkle meter. So when we say like sparkle meter, it's like how... Oh, sorry. My dog is going a little crazy right now. Do you want to go upstairs, babe? Sorry, guys. I love my dog. So sparkle meter. It's like how, how much am I in love with Edward? I strangely don't like Edward as in this fic as much as I like Edward in Twilight. Okay. It's kind of the flip of Bella. I think he's a nice guy but I do think there's a little bit more arrogance there than there is in Twilight but overall I like him yeah the fix switches between Bella's perspective Mm -hmm. Edward's perspective and even some tertiary characters perspective but with Edward and I feel like this really set me up poorly with guys he was always so concerned about her. It was just unreal, honestly. Yeah. Like He was just always cognizant of the fact like that he didn't want to take advantage of her. Yeah. He was very well aware of her emotions and his emotions mm-hmm. and everything else involved. Famously, Twilight fanfic has gone on to become a thing in and of itself. Yes. You know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. It's Fifty Shades of Grey. It's... And, Honestly, just to backtrack a couple bit, it's actually Master of the Universe, written by Snow Queen's Ice Dragon, mm. which I originally read on fanfiction.net. See, Katie is an OG here. I'm an OG. She is walking me through the world of Twilight fan. I read that when I was 13. That we may have to discuss yes. at a later point. But one of the things that we want to, with all the fanfic we read, is figure out could this be a standalone book? Like, could this be the next Fifty Shades of Grey? Yes. What do you think? I don't think it has the sex appeal of Fifty Shades of Grey, Mm -hmm. but I thought it was a pretty cool story. I think that it's pretty entertaining. I don't think it could be a popular book, but I don't think it's, like, book level. No, I think it's a super interesting concept, falling in love with the person you're supposed to be protecting, but I just, I don't think there is enough meat there to sustain it into something like Edward thinks he doesn't deserve Bella whereas in previous fanfics I've read like they think they're equal with one another right no in all of mine I feel like that's a driving force in the story is this like Romeo and Juliet type of love but that's kind of the the driving force of the series and that's what's so important to me that's what I couldn't get across enough when I would talk to people about Twilight because they would just be like, oh, it's that vampire book. And I'm like, honestly, I don't really pay attention to the vampire part. I'm not like a bite me type of person. When New Moon started and he started to get into werewolves, I was like, there's not much more to take. (laughs) Yeah, like if they had thrown in witches and all of that, it would have been too much. And you never read it because of the vampireness you read I felt like it was the deeper yeah Romeo and Juliet like we can't be together which is why I think more human fanfics work Edward doesn't have to be a vampire there are so many different kinds of power dynamics out there that's beautiful he can be a high-powered businessman he can be uh, you know a dom he can be so many things but so long as the initial tension of Edward is seems more in power Mm mm-hmm Bella's relatively lower class, and Jacob is on her level. Yes. So it's... Exactly. That's kind of where... Bottom there. Yeah. Also, ready for this? He's 29. I remember reading that. At the time when I read it, I was like, 29? Like, that sounds right. 
it's and not. It's not. It's he's it's, clearly thirty four. It's not. If anything, it's ridiculous. I mean, even Christian Grey is too young. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Shades. So, do you think this fanfic stands the test of time? I think it does. I don't think there's any glaring plot holes. I think I would rate this. I think this, I think would read again as a solid. Yeah, I mean, I'd, re- I'd read this again. I think I would benefit from reading it more slowly. Mm-hmm. And something I am a culprit of in fic is kind of like skimming the parts yeah. that bore me. Like we we said earlier, there are tertiary perspectives. Like yeah. Emmett and Alice make an appearance, but that's kind of why I like fanfic is because. Mm-hmm you can go into an Emmett perspective yeah. and it's not that big of a deal. It's not like Breaking Dawn when you go into the Jacob <laughs> perspective. It is not like pulling That's, out Jacob and Breaking that, Dawn. That is a fundamental difference between the series and fic. Absolutely. I will never, ever say that the Jacob perspective was okay. Yes. I will say changing perspectives in fic can be super enlightening. Yes. And that's it. That's period the end. Period. I feel like our friendship has gone to another level. Totally. Because it's like, I can talk to you about these things yes. now. Mm-hmm. And I remember feeling in, like embarrassed talking to my therapist about fanfic. Oh, yeah. A couple years ago. Because fanfic is really something I dive into when I'm like not having an easy time. Absolutely. Yes, go more and into that. You know, I'm a creature of habit. I there's some study that says that people rewatch the same TV shows because they get anxiety with something new. Yes. And in times of trouble, I reread the series of my youth. Yes. Hunger Games, Twilight, Harry Potter, Lightning Thief. Mm-hmm. With everything that's going on right now, I'm reading other books. I'm reading adult. New York Times bestseller. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But it's just it's comforting. Mm-hmm. And it it makes me happy, and I think the shame comes from like, oh, it's a little nerdy. You don't want to be that girl. Oh, for sure. I'm learning to to not be so shameful of it. Yes, I can speak to that. I I feel a lot of shame mm-hmm. when it comes to. Why do you feel shame? I just I feel so embarrassed. I feel yeah, like it's like extremely uncool. To start off, I'm I am already deeply aware that twilight is very, very uncool we i get it okay? yeah like i we no one needs to tell us no absolutely no one needs to remind me of that fact i'm fully aware that it is like heavily yeah. embarrassing that this series has affected me i don't know why i i should feel ashamed of it for liking something so much and wanting to just like read more like universes about it to be so obsessed with something to be so passionate about something it's just rare. And the things to be obsessed about, quote-unquote, normal things. Like, no one ever looks at a guy who knows every football player in the world's name. In I a, mean, we have fantasy football. Yeah, leagues, exactly. Which is basically fan fiction for football. And people make bank off of it. Yes. Like, The Office, I have to come to terms with the fact that, like, I am nerdy. Yeah. And it's okay. Mm-hmm. I've always just kind of hated that I felt that way about it because I'm like, it's really bad. Why do I feel so much shame about it? I don't know. As more of like a vanity perspective, I thought you were going to judge me for what I'm about to say. Okay. No judgment though. No judgment. I've always just like felt deep down that like one day I will meet Robert Pattinson or Mm -hmm. I will meet Kristen Stewart Mm -hmm. and like. I don't want to be... I, you don't want to be that girl. I don't want to have any of that on me. I think about that all the time. I can't stand it when I see people wearing, like, Harry Potter paraphernalia in real life. Yeah. 
I'm like, come on, guys. Like, yeah. don't be that person. Yeah, yeah. Don't be that person. And yet, I'm obsessed with the fanfic. It's this hard thing where I don't want to seem cuckoo lulu. Yes. To borrow a term from a fantastic pod, seek treatment. Seek treatment. And it's like, do I want that on me when I become right. famous? Yes, exactly. I mean, unfortunately, I'm already tied into the Kristen Stewart tweet because E! News won't take this tweet down that I have. I need to see this tweet. Yeah. Um, I'll show it to you. I hold them in such high regard Mm -hmm. for, like, what they had to do. Mm -hmm. And I realized at the time I wasn't fair to them. Mm -hmm. She was 17. 17. When she filmed. Okay, I'm 26 right now. Yeah. Kristen Stewart was already done with these movies. Yeah. By the time she was 26. I had a vastly different idea of what it meant to be 17 and 21 mm-hmm. in Los Angeles, California. Yeah. I got that rude wake-up call as soon as I moved here after college. Yeah. I thought I was so mature and, like, knew the world, and then I moved out here, and I was like, I don't know shit. Yeah. This sounds so crazy, and so, it sounds like I'm from bumfuck nowhere. <laughs> now that I have that perspective, and, like, I think I held them to, like, a slightly too high standard. Like, they are two quirky, artistic people who don't traditionally, like, enjoy the Hollywood spotlight. Mm -hmm. And they got that all thrust on them. Yes. On top of having to be, like, this very conventional couple. And she was saying, you know, like, I didn't have a choice. Like, he was robbed. You don't have a choice when you're that, at any stage. But especially when you're that young. And you've got Robert Pattinson there. Yeah. I wouldn't set a chance. I... I, Hook, line, thinker. I still... Which is funny because... I remember when I first started work, would he always liked to rub it in my face that like he knew Robert Pattinson, and he was like, "Kitty, he's gross. Like you would not like him." Try me. I'm, I'm serious. Like literally, try me. He could light me on fire, and I'd be like, "Again, sir." What's his favorite cookie? Why chocolate? There you go. I, I don't remember if this is like a tweet of yours or you were just talking and it's like, why don't I know X, Y, and Z yet I still remember oh, yeah. what? I remember. still know that Robert Pattinson's favorite, favorite cookie is white chocolate. I know so much about that poor, poor soul. It's insane. Well, we did it. We did it. We, we did it. I want to thank you again for A, asking me in the first place for my recommendations. Yes. And being willing and open and just kind of like non-judgmental. I mean, no. feel truly seen. Anyway, I think we should wrap it up. Yeah, probably. We've been talking for a long time. We have, and but it's been it's been wonderful. I've loved it. I've loved it. I've never felt so whole in my life. Okay. Bye, Jenny. Bye.